Hey everyone, this is Ashley Hunter. I am honored to be able to teach a men and a women's marriage repair workshop with Life Changing Services. In these workshops, we practice the skill of marriage and we learn tools to help our relationships. I'm excited to share this clip with you from one of our discussions. In lesson 11, Maurice calls them glitches. He talks about these things that we sometimes accidentally do when we're trying to be helpful or we're trying to heal in the best way we can. And he uses a couple different metaphors to explain this one. But the one that I really like is the, the double burn victim scenario where we have two individuals who have been really hurt, really traumatized. He equates it to third degree burns. And if one person is trying to help the other person in third degree burns, maybe change their like gauze that's wrapping up their burns or something, just even touching their arm to try to help out with a hand that's already wrapped up from its own third degree burns is gonna cause pain. And so even though we often end up wanting to be helpful and we have these kindness driven intentions, we end up causing each other pain because neither person is in a state to be able to help the other person yet. When we've got, when we've both got third degree burns, a vital step is for us to both go to the hospital and be in our own hospital rooms where we have other professionals who are there who are able to help us um, and are able to help us manage the pain that we are in because we're not in a space where either person can really help the other. There's not that kind of headspace or even understanding of what's going on. And so we have to do our individual season four work in order to make sure that we heal without accidentally causing ourselves or our partner more pain. Some of the things you said, we're incompatible, we can't change, maybe we don't even wanna change. All of those sound like satanic distortions to me. Mm -hmm. I think he's that moment of accidentally causing someone pain when we're trying to be helpful is a vulnerable situation. It's one where it's gonna react with both people being super triggered because she's experiencing whatever pain and then now causing her pain can't be fun, right? Like, and you were trying to be helpful. So both people are super triggered. Completely makes sense to me that the adversary who wants us to be miserable is gonna jump in there and feed as many lies, get in as many kicks while we're down as he possibly can. What thoughts do you think go through her mind when she is in so much pain and you come do something trying to be helpful, but it just causes her more pain. Whether she can't see it or whether there's just so much memory attached to it, or even if she doesn't even know that this is a trigger, it's just occurring because triggers just happen, right? There's right. so much there going on. And you know that Satan is telling her things like, well, uh, you must be crazy if you just worked better, if you were just a better wife, if are you even really in pain? Probably not, just you're reacting in such an irrational way. And so he's gonna be throwing all of his kicks that he can get into her. And so now we have two people who are already in pain, who are now triggered because helping one or the other just caused more pain and additional satanic attacks. Doesn't sound like such a fun experience, which is why it's important to follow the lesson from this week, to figure out what we can do to avoid those glitches and to battle those satanic attacks. So what things have you tried in the past to avoid or to battle? So you kind of shift your focus and purposely identify some of your whys, why you're fighting and what's important for you. Just try to recenter myself. And I, I mean, we're going to say this over and over and over again, but if you don't have the spirit, don't think. And so identifying like, oh, these thoughts coming into my mind are probably satanic distortions and attacks. 
connecting with the spirit, realigning with God, doing that season four work to help recenter yourself on truths rather than on distortions has got to be vital. One of the first glitches that Maurice identifies is wanting to overly communicate with our spouse. Um, he talks about the cell phone and how how just having the option to quickly communicate with someone seems like it can be a blessing, but also it can be used as this disruption into the healing process. And so he takes us back again to the idea of we're crossing the plains and husband's been called off on a mission or Mormon battalion, or he's taking his moment to go hunt in the mountains or whatever. And wife is doing her thing on the trail, pushing forward. And if we were actually living in that time, we would be unable to instantly communicate. We'd be unable to just say, hey, this is a need that I have, so it's important that you understand it. Or this is a frustration I'm experiencing. It's important that I express it to you. But that's not something that happened. So Maurice says, what I commonly see these days is that when one spouse or the other feels some kind of pain, need, worry, or anything like that, they reach for their phone to send that text or make that phone call. Whereas in pioneer days, if you were in pain or need or worry and you were up in the field or the mountains or wherever, the only person you'd be able to call upon is your God. And so he identifies some reasons why spouses might reach out to communicate um, even in season four. But just thinking introspectively about your experience, what are some things that when you're doing your work or you guys have experienced a fall and now you're in season four, what are some things that you've noticed yourself reaching back out to your wife to express or communicate or check in on? The reaching out to let her know that you're having a rough day, that one stands out to me at the moment. What's your goal behind that, do you think? So you feel like you're often reaching out more to meet a need that she's expressing rather than you have something that you're trying to express. One of the things that we see is that spouses will often want to help make sure their spouse understands what they're experiencing. And so that I'm having a rough day, I wanna make sure you understand where I'm at is where I thought you were going with that. But the, the doing the weather check or the check-in, it reminds me of in Man of the Mountain when Maurice talked a lot about like the message in a bottle or the tie the note to the carrier pigeon and send them off and how we can send a message of this is where I'm at. This is my why. This is what I'm fighting for without expectation of response. And then without the person even expectation of them reading it. So he mm -hmm. likes Google docs and things like that. So she can check it when she's in the headspace and ready to do so. Do you send her text messages or does she request like, hey, I'm ready for this information now. Marie says, for most of the history of the world, spouses spent most of their day out of contact with each other. I'm confident that those who are invested in a relationship with God and with their spouse more naturally follow the scripture, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That instead of turning to our spouse to provide that comfort, we turn to God to get the rest, to get the um, validation, to get the, I just need to express something right now. Because that's who we have available. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, there's something that resonated, or if you had any questions, you can register and join us for these workshops at lifechangingservices.com. Then click on therapy services and marriage repair workshops. See you in class.